0: Welcome to PLV Radio Network out of BC, Canada, where inquiring minds meet inspiration. Coming up next is Loving Your Central Side. I'm sexy and I know it. I'm sexy and I know it. Welcome to Loving Your Sensual Side with Positive Living Radio. I'm Sherry Nichols, and I'm your Sparkling Mojo Specialist. And tonight we have Dionysia Lafay with us, and she and I are going to have a discussion on living in the sensual and the sacred. But before we get started, I want to tell you a little bit about the mission of this show, Unleash Your Inner Sparkle. It's about helping women reclaim who they really are, discovering their magnificence, their brilliance, their beauty, their sensuality, what I like to call their core diamond essence. And what I have found in my life and work is that the number one thing I hear most women say they want is love and passion and connection. But what I've also found is that they often lose their sparkle in an effort to get it, literally leaving themselves in the dust. And then feeling exhausted and empty, disconnected, unappreciated, and waking up to this realization that their life is just not what they thought it was going to be, kind of wondering, wow, what happened and what happened to me? So my mission and my passion is to empower women to find their sexy and sparkling and fun-filled self again and to basically create a love affair with themselves and life because the number one secret to attracting love is to be happy and to love your life. So tonight, I am thrilled to have Queen Visionary and Sensuality Coach Dionysia Lafay. She is the founder of Passion is Prayer, and she's deeply trained and experienced in sensuality and embodiment practices, ecstatic dance forms, and initiatory rites. Dionysia supports both women and men to release themselves from past experiences and conditioning that inhibits their eroticism so that they can find their own personal pathways to ecstasy. Her work is based in the knowing that our sensuality and sexuality can be a powerful source of creativity, passion, and joy when we allow ourselves to cultivate and embrace them. In addition to holding her private coaching practice, Dionysia leads women's empowerment workshops and sensuality retreats at home and abroad. So welcome to Unleash Your Inner Sparkle, Dionysia. Thank you so much for being with us today.
1: Oh, thank you, Sherry. I am just so delighted to be with you, and I um, so love what you're doing and your mission and how you are helping women reclaim their sparkle and their fun and sexy selves, and I am just... um, Overjoyed to be here with you and get to share with you about all those things. Oh, and I can't wait to dig in with you. Can't wait. So,
0: Dionysia, I have discovered that many people, and you know, I'll be really transparent here, myself included, aren't always clear about what it looks like um, to really live in a state of sensuality. You know, some people think it's about their sexuality, and most are not super clear what it is to be sensual. And what I have discovered is that, you know, when people are confused, what happens is they tend to do nothing, or if they do something, they wonder if they're doing it right, and then they start judging themselves, and if they feel like they're not doing it right, then they'll just, like, abandon ship. So I'd like to start the show by having you tell us how a woman can live in her sensuality in a day-to-day life.
1: Hmm. That's such a great question, and I completely agree with you what you're just naming about how people can get confused um, and, you know, start judging themselves and wondering if they're doing things right. And one of the things that I like to offer to to women is that there really is no wrong way to do it. And the thing that I find is most key to being able to live in our sensuality on a day-to-day basis is, first of all, knowing what that is for us. Mm -hmm. And so I do feel that sexuality is part of our sensuality, and those two things can intertwine. However, we can also be very sensual in ways that are not necessarily sexual. Mm -hmm. Um, So in terms of living that in day-to-day life, what I do for myself and and what I've cultivated in, in my life, in my journey, coming out of the kind of confusion that you were talking about and not knowing if I was doing it right or wrong or what that really is, What's what's come about for me and what I love to offer to clients and to others is um, cultivating small practices that we can do to weave in our day throughout the day because oftentimes I think we think about sensuality or sexuality as being a, a big event. Like it could be mm-hmm. a date night or it could be a romantic dinner or it could be a vacation. And those, are, those tend to be the kinds of places where we allow ourselves to feel those feelings and we expect that we're going to feel those feelings in those kinds of scenarios. Um, but what I have found is that we, we actually can help ourselves feel those feelings in, in our day-to-day lives by doing things like um, cuddling, whether that's your pet or your child or your lover or a friend um, by, by eating in a way that I I call sensual eating. So preparing a food for ourselves or even something as simple as a a fig or um, a piece of chocolate that, that really sets our taste buds on, on a light and to, to bring those things in and take a moment to just, savor them. I think sensuality is a lot about savoring. In our fast-paced lives, we tend to move from one experience to the next, 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 with hardly a breath in between. And when we slow down and just really allow ourselves to experience our senses, our sensual life, whether that's through touch, like cuddling, like I mentioned, or um, by running beautiful fabrics across our skin, even as we're getting dressed in the morning, or um, by immersing ourselves in the water of a bath through smell, whether that's baking cookies or uh, lighting an essential oil of some kind that really sparks that um, sense of smell for ourselves. By stopping to look at the, the leaves turning colors, um, you know, just little things that we can do every day to stop and just be in a moment. And so, allow ourselves to be in that experience.
0: And I, I love that you said savoring. I love that word, and and it just you know conjures up instantly like slowing down, you know. Yes. Just, to me, that when you said that, I was like, oh, I like felt myself take a breath and relax. And I think that so many women, I think why this might be hard for a challenge to women understand is because we're just so frenetically busy all the time and so much on our plates that it it really is that simple though is what what I'm hearing you say is that you know it just slow down and savor you know I love those simple examples cuddling sensual eating um, you know and when you were talking about that it just kind of like I had a vision of of watch you know when I was reading eat pray love and uh, and in, in the movie, how she's, like, sitting down on the floor just eating her these favorite foods together. And, and Yes. Her, do, you re, do you remember that? Did you see the movie or
1: read the book? The, I, both. And it's absolutely one of my favorites. And one of the things that I most love about the scene that you're talking about is that she went and bought herself a negligee. And she's sitting in her negligee as she's <laughs> making this food for herself. Not to please a man, but to please herself, to be in her yes. own sensuality and her own pleasure.
0: Yes. I love that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So wh- how do you think, as women who are so, you know, perpetually busy, we can remind ourselves to take a moment? Because sometimes, you know, it's just that. It's like you just have to, like, do a pattern interrupt or something, you know, that, that can that can throw you into the memory of, oh, all I have to do is stop, you know, for a little bit. What Do you have any suggestions of, of you know, how people can remember to do that? put it into their yes.
1: Day. yes, absolutely. And I love what you just said about it being a pattern interrupt because I really do think that's what it is. I think we, we are habitual creatures and we create habits for ourselves and um, we can consciously create new habits. And so one of the ways that that I works really well is to write It down on a piece of paper and stick it where you're going to see it every day so for instance you might write something like i am a sensual creature or i am an erotic creature or i celebrate my sensuality and put it on your bathroom mirror or put it on your bedroom mirror or someplace that you're going to see it first thing every day and Mm -hmm. just letting that reminder be the thing that's going to remind you to do that something and i recommend to people that they think it out they think out what is that something going to be for me and just start simple because you know we we make changes more easily when we start simple and um pick maybe two things okay I'm going to look at myself in the mirror each day as I read that message and place my hands on my face and run my fingers all over my face and love my face as if I've never touched my face before Mm. Or I'm going to bring my favorite CD that really makes me feel sexy when I hear that music, and I'm going to play it in my car on the way home from work.
0: Mm, I love this. I love these. Mm -hmm. I'm just picturing them and feeling all yummy in my body. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We love that
1: yummy. (laughs) Yes. And so that's what I recommend. Choose two things, two simple Mm -hmm. things that you know you can do. Place your Post-it note on the mirror that reminds you that, this is your intention, and then do those two things every day. And, yeah. and generally what I find is you'll start to add more things in as you continue to do that because it feels good and you want to feel good, right? Everybody wants to feel good. Yeah. And th- those things might evolve into other things along the way, but pretty soon it becomes a habit and it's not something you have to think about doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I like that, to start easy. A baby step and then... And then... Baby steps? Yeah, once you get used to that, yeah. start layering in different things. So these are incredible sensual experiences, just that, you know, as I was saying, I felt so yummy with it. What, what defines a sensual experience, Dionysia, as also being sacred?
1: Mm, yes, this is um, one of my favorite places to play. I, I believe that we are all sacred beings inherently, and I, I also believe that culturally um, we're not really encouraged to see that about ourselves or we don't get a lot of reflections outside of ourselves that show us that. And so I think it's just, it's just a mind switch, really. It's, it's, it's about choosing to make a, um, a conscious decision to see ourselves as sacred. Mm. So if we think about a woman's body, a woman's body is made to create life. It is made to hold like, um, our bodies are vessels. We bring men into our bodies sexually. Mm -hmm. We hold, uh, babies inside of our bodies to grow. We, um, we, our breasts create milk that flows out of us. So essentially we are vessels or chalices that hold energy and then give energy out. And, um, I think if we can just take moments sometimes to stop and think about ourselves as being that vessel and being built physically to uh, be a sacred being that allows life onto this planet, every single being who came here came through a woman's body. Mm -hmm. Mm, And that that act in and of itself, yes, that in and of itself is is sacred. That is life Mm -hmm. creating itself through us. Mm-hmm. And for any woman who's ever given birth, she knows that that process takes over. Mm-hmm. It isn't a conscious thing to birth a baby out. That The body takes over, spirit takes over, and it happens through us. It's, it's mm-hmm. one of the greatest forms of surrender. And regardless of whether a woman has ever actually birthed a child, still her body is built to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And so That's, just coming into recognition is a big piece of, of moving into the sacred. Mm-hmm. I,
0: I, love, I love that point. And I also love that you brought up it doesn't matter whether you've actually born a child or not um, because myself included, I've never had you know, kids, and there are a lot of women who have not had that experience. But, but just being a woman, you know that you have that ability. And that makes it, you know, that that makes your body sacred, you
1: know. Yes, so. and and we we birth all kinds of other things through our wombs as well, whether that's creative projects or um, business ideas, or it's just that our womb is a container that holds, mm-hmm. and so it, there are all kind of, all a number of things that can be held in that container and then birthed into the world.
0: Uh, you know, I love that. I love I love that. I've never thought about it that way, but that is. So, uh, so really profound statement. Really profound. Yeah. So, Dionysia, what do you think blocks women from from really being able to live into their sensual expression? Mm Mm-hmm. What's your experience with 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 the women that you've coached, and just in your studies, and even yourself?
1: Yes. Interestingly enough, all three of those things, my studies and, and my own journey and the women that I coach, tend to be very closely <laughs> interwoven, and what I mean by that is that I come from a background of um, childhood sexual abuse and therefore um, lots of trauma with men early in my sexual experiences as a young adult. and. Um, and my healing journey going through that now attracts a lot of women who have, who have had similar experiences. But even my clients who have not dealt with those things still deal with the similar kinds of things, all of us, regardless of our past. of One of the things that, that you and I have been talking about throughout this conversation is busyness. That's one of the mm-hmm. biggest blocks that I see for women in terms of their sensuality is that we're just so busy and so driven and so on the go all the time that we don't stop. We don't down and sensuality is is one of those things that we touch when we stop and get in tune with our bodies Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of what has happened um in our lives whether that's abuse of any kind or trauma of any kind or even just um fumbling sexual experiences in our early years or um any you know being busy that that disconnects us from the body Or Mm -hmm. even spiritual practices that uh, have us trying to elevate ourselves from the body. That's been been a huge part of spiritual uh, practices for a long time now. And I think we're in a a turning tide right now where spiritual practices are beginning to become about getting into our bodies. Mm -hmm. And in our bodies is where the sensual realm lies. Mm -hmm. So those are the kinds of
0: blocks that I see. The busyness for sure. And I I can completely agree with you on that i know a lot of the the women that i speak with there's this um, it's like a, it's like a fear of intimacy you know yeah. that they're not even really aware of and what you mentioned about how you know being in touch with your body is what brings the sensuality so if there's a lack of of intimacy you know that busyness keeps you from being intimate with anything
1: that's right <laughs> really Yes. Yes. So
0: it's it's kind of like an outer, you know, it's it's like a learned um, subconscious behavior that we, so many of us get into, that um, that have issues around intimacy that I think a lot of people don't even realize. What What are your thoughts on that? Um,
1: I completely agree with you, and you know, I I think to be truly intimate with someone else, we have to be able to be intimate with ourselves, and if we're denying our bodies and we're not. Um, giving attention to our bodies in a way that we're noticing when we feel sexual, or noticing when we don't, or noticing when we feel um, like we want touch, or we feel like we, um, you know, we have this, like, powerful, erotic creature inside of us that's trying to talk to us, and we're denying that. I mean, there are any number of ways that can be showing up, that we're pushing it down, or we're denying it, and it is a scary thing to be intimate with another person many times, and it can be a scary thing to be intimate with ourselves. And the thing is, is that fear is just part of the human experience, um, and we just step beyond the fear. And, you know, being being in touch with our bodies through movement, through dance, which is one of the major ways that I work with clients, is really um, particularly moving our pelvises to open up the pelvis and open up our sexual energy and get it to move and to flow um, but even through yoga or through walking in nature, just anything that really brings us back down into the sensual experience of, oh, here we are in this body, and this body has urges that it shares with us. It has desires. And if we're listening, then we can act on those urges and those desires in a way that um, makes us more powerful in ourselves.
0: Mm hmm. hmm. So, do you, is. Do you do a lot of healing work then with your, with your movement, like your dance? Does that, do you find that that does heal a lot of trauma in people?
1: Yes, absolutely. What I see that happens in trauma or even in women who have not necessarily experienced trauma but have also not really experienced their own sense of their sexuality and, and, and sensuality, and what I mean by that is that oftentimes we as women think that we're sexual beings as long as we are expressing with a man or with a woman, with a lover, period. Mm -hmm. And what's true about us is that we are sexual beings regardless of whether we're sharing that with any other person. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sexuality is the basis of life on this planet. If we look around us, our food is made through sexual interaction, the trees, the flowers, the plants, everything, the the animals procreate, everything is made through some kind of sexual interaction. So there's sexual energy all around us all the time. Mm -hmm. Every single one of us came to be here through sexual energy. And so as a, as a woman, we are a sexual being, a sensual being, and we are that regardless of whether we're sharing it with a lover. And so in movement, what I find happens is that when we move our bodies, particularly when we move our pelvis, where our sexual energy lies and resides, and we let that energy move through us, if there are feelings of fear of intimacy or um, stored feelings from past trauma or um, just not being in touch with that part of ourselves, then that type of movement begins to move all of those feelings inside of us. And what I do in my work with um, both women and men is get those feelings moving, move, move our pelvises, get those feelings stirred up, and then take it into deep breath work. And deep breath work helps us to feel that feeling all the way through because what happens oftentimes when we come up on a feeling that's too intense for us or too scary for us, we, we do something to distract ourselves from feeling the feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so okay. if we can, yeah, and if we can get into a place of actually allowing ourselves to feel the feeling all the way through, it's like a wave. The wave comes in and we feel it to its height and then the wave washes back out. And how long does that generally take? Good question. And that really depends on on the individual and what's happening for them. It can be brief. It can be you know minutes, three, four minutes, and it can be much longer. It can be um, a twenty minute ride, depending on how um, how long the feelings have been stored and buried, how intense they are, how deep they are, and sometimes having one feeling open up will open up another that's behind it and another that's behind it, and that can create it to be a longer wave to ride.
0: Mm-hmm, hmm
1: So then they just, as as they're feeling these things, so, so they're
0: moving their hips, Dionysia, like, like in circular movement or front to back or just organically, whatever it feels like? Both. This I typically
1: have... Yeah, I typically have people begin with circles, um, and, and some instruction on how to do that and then um into figure eights. Uh so my background is a lot in belly dance and um in particularly in Middle Eastern dance, the kind of ancient forms of the dance, and using those movements to cultivate Uh, the movement of this energy and then typically what happens is that a woman will move into an organic movement and I really encourage that that you go to where your pelvis just starts moving on her own Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and whatever that movement is to allow it Mm -hmm. and that can look like shaking it can look like jerky movements it can look like more circling it can look like squatting and Mm -hmm. really like moving your pelvis over the ground I mean it, it, it has lots of different ways that it can go and it's it's unique to every woman
0: and do they you know so do you suggest that they be sitting or standing or does it matter
1: um standing with movement standing although before movement i'll often lead um women through breathwork practices tantric breathwork practices that begin with sitting on the floor and making waves with your body and um breathing and using kegels and um and then, taking that into standing movement,
0: okay, I love that, and thank you for explaining it because I think that you know would you say that um just really starting to get in touch with with your sensuality, it would be a good idea to just move your hips around a little bit, you know I mean, as far as like a dance movements and just just to get you dropped down into that space because. What I find is that so many women are really, they're like living in their head. They're not yes. connected to anything below the waist. Yes. And so to just start to open up, because the, I, I also believe that that's, you know, why there's there's a disconnect with the sensuality, why there's a disconnect with the intimacy, because, you know, there's there, there really are disconnected. So... What would you, would you recommend that? You know, i am just like to give, give our listeners something to, to start with that they could start to reconnect with.
1: Yes, that's such a great point that you're making about being disconnected and living in our heads. And I think that's, you know, definitely one of those big blocks, like what you were talking about earlier, to sensuality. And, and the answer to the question is yes, I do recommend that. And um, what I recommend to women is to choose a piece of music. Or two or three that really helps you feel sensual and sexy or Mm -hmm. that sounds sensual and sexy to you even if you don't necessarily feel it in your body when the music is on but as we're feeling beings I think most women can think of some kind of music and I recommend to choose a slow piece um you know something like say Sade or um Mm Let's see, who else could I think of? Uh, Suzanne Sterling is one of my favorites. She's a little more um, alternative. But just something that's really slow and really encourages kind of this sexy feeling. Mm -hmm. And to dim the lights and light some candles and put the music on and stand with your feet a little bit wider apart than your hips and bend your knees Mm -hmm. and drop your pelvis towards the floor and Focus on your breath and really start to notice how you're breathing. Most um, women who are disconnected from their pelvis tend to breathe very shallowly in the upper part of their lungs. And I encourage women to take some deep breaths with their knees bent and their bodies kind of, you know, just almost like you're going to sit down on a chair. And and breathe into your belly so that your belly expands with air and falls again when you exhale. And you want to really think about bringing breath down into your belly. And then once you've established that, you've got your music going, you've got your mood set, you've got your um, stance and your knees bent, and you've, you've connected with your breath, then to start to move your pelvis. And, you know, there is no right or wrong way to move your pelvis. It, it, it is natural for a woman's pelvis to move. It, again, going back to childbirth, the pelvis will take over and move itself mm-hmm. and wiggle and move in all kinds of ways. And, you know, maybe some women have experienced that through dance or maybe they've experienced it through lovemaking, whatever that is just allowing the pelvis to move and you know sometimes for women one of the things that comes up when they begin that practice is shame or this kind of almost like childlike shyness you know of like oh it it can be um titillating Mm -hmm. and i say if that shows up as it frequently does to just go with it and let it be titillating and um yeah and and to just keep going that's thank you I love that
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna do it myself and for yeah. you know everybody listening, I just think it's so important and and to get dropped down into that part of who you are it's connecting also you know i I would imagine not just with your sensuality but with your feminine essence, you know you're really your true feminine essence and and that, you know, the first step to connection, which is what everybody seems to want in their life, is connecting with yourself. So, yes. Danicia, I would just love if you would tell people how they can, if they want to go further with this, if they want to go deeper with this, how can they get in touch with you? And what might they, um, how might they be able to explore it further? Can you Can you tell everybody how to... How to get in touch with you, and, and I know you have something very special that you're going to offer as well that will help with this.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you for that. Um, to get one of the things that I'd like to offer to your listeners, Sherry, is um, that I can you know support them in going further with this practice, going deeper with this practice by offering a 20-minute free uh, sensuality discovery session. And the way that they can access that is by uh, emailing me and i'm going to give you that email address and then we'll set up a time to get on the phone and just chat for 20 minutes and then i can you know see where where you're at and how i can support you in your journey to, to going further into your sensuality and you can do that by emailing me at dionisia that's my name at gmail.com and i'm going to spell that for you so it's d like daisy e o n like nancy E. S like Sequoia, E-A, Dionysia at gmail.com. And when I get your email, then I'll um, get in touch with you and we'll set up a time. We can get on the phone and and talk further about what's going on for you and how I can support you in that. And you can also see more about um, what I'm offering and and what there is in the world of sensuality at my web web address, which is passionasprayer.com. That's passionasprayer.com. And um, I'd be just delighted to get to support um, support you and going further in your journey with that.
0: Oh, Dionysia, thank you so much. That what a very generous offer. And I I think for anybody who wants to really connect with it, I, I think this is so powerful. And just do it, do it, <laughs> just do it. Yes. You're listening to this <laughs> and you want to get into your sensuality. You know, really, uh, Dionysia is. So well trained in this, and I want to thank you so much for being with us today. I, I could have talked and talked to you. I can't believe our time is already up. Um, you just You've given us so much incredible, profound information on how women can really live in their sensuality every day. So you know, doing the small things, cuddling, you know, smelling things, slowing down, savoring life why it's so important to embrace it. It's such a beautiful exercise you gave us, and uh, I really, it's been a pleasure and an honor to have you with us today, Dionysia.
1: hmm It's just such a pleasure for me, and I so appreciate you, Sherry, for all that you're doing, um, for inviting me to be here and be part of this super yummy conversation with you and for what you're doing to support women in their sensual sparkle and having their fun in their lives, and, and I've just super grateful to be here and thank you so much for having me a pleasure now for all you beautiful people listening i want to thank you for
0: taking this time for you and i hope that you have enjoyed today's show as much as i have you know tuning in and gaining this incredible wisdom is one of the most loving things that you can do for yourself when you make you a priority your life begins to feel more vibrant and more alive and something magical starts to happen Now, be sure to write me and let me know any insights you gained or or if there's any specific topics that you'd like me to cover. I really want to thank you so much for being with us at Loving Your Sensual Side with Positive Living Radio. Till next time, go live your sparkling magnificence. This is Sherry Nichols with Unleash Your Inner Sparkle. Much love to you all. You have been listening to Loving Your Sensual Side. If you missed any part of the show, you can find it on plv-radio.com under Pasho's tab.